The University of Arkansas on the football team. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bowl eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have my old cold beer. And that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, Sam Pittman had plenty of beer to drink after Saturday night's huge victory for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Over the Ole Miss Rebels, we're going to break it all down and give our reactions. Also, getting the fact that Arkansas is going bowling and what that means for the type of postseason that they'll see. And also, a viral video that was pretty dumb, but pretty funny, but pretty weird that happened from the Arkansas Ole Miss game. We're going to talk all about it here on today's Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks Podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I know I sure did. Isn't it amazing how much better everything is after coming off of not only just a win, but an absolutely dominating win completely dominating and the fact that it was Arkansas's final game in Fayetteville this year it was senior night it was bitterly cold but had a great crowd and it came against the Ole Miss Rebels and Lane Kiffin makes it all just that much sweeter where Razorbacks are officially bowl eligible they are six and five on the season with one final game left and it's got to feel good at least coming off of a great performance like that now there is a lot of things that we're going to try to take away from this game and try to break down some of the things that ended up happening or some of the things that really stood out. But the one thing that has plagued Arkansas really a lot this year, which there have been quite a few things, but the one thing that was always the most puzzling, frustrating thing of all was getting off to such slow starts, especially offensively and especially at home. Because for whatever reason, Arkansas, when they played at home this year, in a lot of cases, they got down early, which should never happen. It should always be the other side of the deal because that's your home game. It's your home crowd. You need to be the one to get into it. But Arkansas getting down 17 to nothing to Missouri State, getting down 28 nothing to Alabama, getting down 21 nothing to Liberty. It, it just seemed like it was happening way too often in general, but especially happening at home. But in this particular case, this is exactly the type of performance that you would want to see and the type of first half you'd want to see from a team that's at home, that has a lot to play for, that's got healthy people back. And man, oh man, did Arkansas take care of business. They got out and led at halftime 35 to 6. 35 to 6 at halftime. And having KJ Jefferson without question is the biggest X factor this football team seen, maybe even in college football. It is amazing the night and day difference whenever KJ Jefferson is healthy for this team, how good this offense looks, how much it clicks, how much well put together it is, the decision-making, the execution, the blocking, everything just seems to be elevated tenfold. And this game proved that. I mean, you're talking about where Arkansas struggled to run the ball the past two games. Uh, Liberty and LSU, you struggled to run the ball, couldn't find any openings, blocking was suffering, all of that. And it was pretty painful to watch overall. But when you get KJ back in, and we know that Arkansas has a great running back in Rocket Sanders in a, in a solid rushing game. But when you get KJ Jefferson back in, 
And the first three touchdowns within the first 16 minutes of the game are passing touchdowns. That right there is what opens up the run game tremendously. When there is a legitimate threat of a passing game, that's what you see. And that's what happened with KJ Jefferson. Had an eight-yard touchdown pass to Matt Landers and another pass to Matt Landers from 23 yards, which is a beautiful just right there into the bread basket, perfectly executed there too. And then with 14 minutes to go in the second quarter, Keytron Jackson, also a great play from him, 20-yard touchdown pass. And before you could even blink an eye, Arkansas was up 21-3 to in this game. I, I, I was there. I know a lot of you were too, and it was pretty cold. We were all pretty much freezing our you-know-what's off, but it didn't seem like the Arkansas Razorbacks cared much about the cold. They were ready for it. They were prepared for it. And they came out just absolutely guns blazing and, and just in an incredible way. Arkansas was able also defensively to get some turnovers, had a big fumble there uh, that they were able to recover. And Ole Miss State, they just couldn't they just couldn't execute, especially down to stretch in the red zone. They struggled a lot, and you got to give defense a lot of credit to, to them. But, like, honestly, the, the biggest thing about this game was uh, just the way, of course, in the first half we talked about the passing game because then after that, Rocket got a 20-yard rush and Arkansas was able to get a big interception from Drew Sanders, like huge play. And with five seconds left to go in the first half, Arkansas handed off to Rocket Sanders once again, and he was able to punch it in where Arkansas went up 35-6. to six. Now, we're not. We're going to come probably at the end of the season, go through the recap and talk about all the things that woulda, coulda, shoulda, what, what was bad, what was, what was good, what could have been different, what should have been different, all of those things. But... Man, is it not just a thing of beauty when this team and this offense is clicking? I mean, you're talking about six touchdowns that Arkansas scored in this game came within the first 31 minutes of the game. And three of them were – the first three were passing and the next three were rushing. I mean, you could not ask for anything more out of that. And then Rocket Sanders, of course, in the beginning of the third quarter, breaks it off for a 68-yard run and uh, gets a touchdown that way, too. Like, you just can't draw it up. You can't play any better than that offensively. And even defensively, there in the, in the beginning, it was a bend-not-break defense, even as Sam Pittman talked about. But even then, they did a good job of keeping Ole Miss out of the end zone. Ole Miss ended up scoring three touchdowns there in the fourth quarter. Listen, the game was over. Arkansas is just trying to, you know, go through the game and try to get it over with, try to make sure they get out of there healthy. And don't give a lot of extra opportunities to Ole Miss because they can score quickly. But the final score is really not indicative of what this game was. Uh, Arkansas going into the fourth quarter was up 42 to six. And it, everybody knew that the game was it was over by that point in time and just absolutely took care of business. I mean, Rocket Sanders, 24 carries for 232 yards and three touchdowns. That was an average of 9.7 yards a carry. Buddy, when he gets going, and there's there's no stopping that guy. And it's amazing how, of course, the blocking, got to give a lot of credit to the offensive line for opening up the holes that uh, he, he desperately needed to, to be able to make plays. But it's also amazing where he gets making that first man miss, breaking a few tackles here and there, the difference that it is, because he was not really being able to do that against Liberty and LSU, but making that first guy miss, that second guy miss, whatever it is, ends up making for great plays out of Rocket Sanders. A game, a career game, 238 or 232 yards from scrimmage and three touchdowns on 24 carries. It's just incredible. K.J. Jefferson was about as efficient as you can ask him. 17 of 22, 168 yards and three touchdowns. So uh, didn't have a whole lot of yardage through the air, but 
had a whole lot of efficiency by getting into the end zone there as well. So just an incredible performance offensively. This is what this team looks like for KJ. And it's people, again, I get they disagree with me. And I know that there's a lot of you out there. It seems to be a, a polarizing issue about Kendall Bryles. But as a, a stat that was thrown out there, uh, right now, Arkansas on the season has 5,120 yards of total offense, 2,568 rushing, 2,552 passing. And with two games left, this offense is on pace, become just the third in school history to get 6,000 yards. That was in 2010 and 2015. So you're talking about nearly record-setting numbers and yardage. And I just you know quoted and tweeted out, but Kendall Bryles, because everybody hates Kendall Bryles, or at least there's a lot of people that think he's terrible. And other people are like, well, you know, you're looking at just yards. It's more than that. It, it's boneheaded decisions. It's it's scoring. He, he doesn't score very well in red zone efficiency. Hey, listen, I'm not saying the game, man's perfect. I'm not. But when K.J. Jefferson is healthy, Arkansas is scoring 37 points a game. They are averaging about as balanced as you can be with 2568 passing, 2568 uh, rushing, and 2552 passing. Like, people can sit here all day long and talk about, oh, he doesn't have a backup quarterback that is ready to go in. Okay. Like, those are the types of things that I can at least understand maybe where you're coming from or at least understand the argument that you have. But, folks, the numbers don't lie. Kendall Bryles and this offense, when KJ Jefferson is healthy, just like every, I like there's very few teams out there that could have your backup quarterback come in and be just as good. Like it's just, there's a reason why they're QB one and there's a reason why they're QB two. But the way that this team has been able to be balanced, scoring, being able to, to put it all out there whenever KJ Jefferson is healthy is an incredible thing. And so I just don't think and I don't see the angst against Kendall Bryles. Like, no coordinator's perfect. Like, Barry Odom's had a, a tough stretch in, the in this year, too. I mean, for crying out loud, Arkansas took care of business, but Ole Miss got seven over 700 yards of offense. 700 yards of offense. Like, that's insane. So, there's been things on the defense that has been problematic. I think, still think they've been as good as you could ask because they're bending and not breaking and helping out the team win. But... The, the thing is, is that this offense clicks when KJ's there, when everyone's healthy, it, it works. And not only does it work, it works great. And so I just don't think that, you know, chalking it up and saying, well, Kendall Bryles, if he needs to leave, because as soon as he leaves, then we can start being better as an offense. Then we can start winning more games. People are even trying to pin like the last two games on Kendall Bryles against Liberty and LSU. And I'm like, no, not having an healthy KJ Jefferson is why you lost those games. I mean, it's just the way it is. So nobody, I understand it. People do disagree. It's fine. It's just my opinion. You have your opinion. That's what makes this fun. We can all disagree. But you can't see a game last night and look at what Arkansas can do with a healthy KJ Jefferson and tell me that there's not a distinguishable difference in success. And whenever he is on the field and healthy, this offense is dadgum near unstoppable. It's hard to stop no matter who they're playing. So. That's my thing. Again, I may, may be just trying to be confrontational. I don't know how you want to look at it, but I just really believe that Arkansas has done such a good job, and Kendall Browse deserves a lot more credit than what he's been doing, especially in this game too. So, folks, if you thought about securing your home with home security, but you may have been putting it off, you might want to listen up. Because right now, all you Locked On Razorbacks listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for just 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. And here's why I love it. Anytime I'm gone, I feel safe. Anytime I'm at home, 
I feel safe. No matter where you're at, no matter where you live, you're always going to feel a lot more protected and a lot more safe whenever you have Simply Safe on your side. A lot of you may be traveling for the holidays. Maybe you're leaving for Thanksgiving. Maybe you're going to be gone for Christmas, whatever it may be. You want to make sure that you're home secure and Simply Safe can help you with that. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response for whatever your need may be. They have a Simply Safe app that you can stay in control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for guests, access cameras, or even adjust the system settings all from the power of your phone. So don't miss your chance to say big on the only security system I would recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. This is their biggest discount of the year. So do not wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, we know that Arkansas was able to finally go bowling and or at least be bowl eligible, which is so nice. I know that people like to say that it was a little bit over the top and you know maybe it, you know bowl eligibility is so minimal at this point in time during these years because you know it is what it is and it's so easy to become bowl eligible because all you have to do is go 500 and in some cases you don't even have to do that. But it was good to see the team get back to bowl eligibility. In fact, there was a really cool video after uh, with the celebration of uh, Sam Pittman and the team bringing Larry the bowling ball back. So a cool little celebration there. I know it meant a lot to Sam Pimmon and a lot to the team. And it's good to see because, you know, everyone looks at it and says, you know, this should be something that everybody should be expecting every year. And I agree. Like a, a bowl game should be something that happens at Arkansas every single season. I think that's the minimum of what should be happening every single year. But given what this team went through and the, and the struggles that they had and the frustrations that they had and the injuries that they had, to get to this point and also to do it at home against Ole Miss in a game you lost last year and against a team that was a ranked top 25 team and uh, was trying to get to 10 and two for the second straight year for you to have let that happen and to keep it from happening uh, is a very special thing. So you got to give a lot of respect and a lot of credit where credit is due and how it all went down. But now comes the next thing of uh, what's going to happen for Arkansas. Where are they going to end up going? What are they going to end up doing? far as the bowl games go and I think it's kind of interesting to always think about bowl projections and where some teams will end up but uh one of the things I saw from like CBS Sports for in, for instance they have Arkansas and Notre Dame going to the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville on December 30th so that would be pretty fascinating to play Notre Dame even though you play them uh, here in just a few years in Fayetteville but to have that game in a bowl game it would be a, a marquee opponent you know and it'd be on December 30th we get 3 30 p.m so you know, Jacksonville's not too bad. I've been there once before for the NCAA tournament. It's not such a bad place. So I think that that would be pretty fun to, to be in. Um, the other bowl games that I've seen as far as projections go, and because, uh, again, a lot of people just are throwing some of these out there. It's not anything like 
as far as, you know, oh, well, they know for certain he here or anything like that. But this one was fascinating where Athlon Sports is Arkansas going to the Texas Bowl, which Arkansas has been to the Texas Bowl before when they played in Houston back uh, against Texas in 2014. But in this projection, according to Athlon, it has Arkansas and Oklahoma, which I think a lot of people would be excited about that one. And I actually like the Texas Bowl itself because you play in an NFL stadium, a really nice one in Houston. Uh, you know, say what you want about the city, but you know, it's a it's a very big city with a lot of things to do. It's not too far for Arkansas fans to travel. And I think that that would be a, a great deal, like a great uh, setup for Arkansas if they ended up being into that bowl too. So again, it's just also amazing to me how everybody is, is different. Now, this one is the one that I think is just, you know, pandering a little bit here too, where they have the Music City Bowl with Arkansas going to that in Nashville, but they project that game to be Arkansas and Illinois, Brett Bielema, uh, which say what you want about that. I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be intense. I think that'd be a lot of people would be fun, like all about it. But man, you know, Brett Bielema want that game bad. You know, he'll want that game so bad. And so I believe that if Arkansas ended up going to that one, it's not that I'd be nervous of losing to Illinois, but you know that, uh, he would be motivated, but also Pittman would be motivated too because of all the things that happened when he was the uh, offensive line coach at Arkansas under Brett Bielma. I'm sure he would want to 100% prove a point there and uh, make sure that they uh, take care of business and, and win that one. So it's just fun to see all the different uh, you know places that they have Arkansas going and, and how nobody's got the you know the same deal too. And uh, so I just I don't know. I always find it so funny how they kind of say, well, "All right, well." Here's uh here's what we think and why we think it'll be this team and and you know maybe it'll be uh something that'll be a lot more fascinating for you know other teams involved too so but I don't know I I just want to go to a, a new type of bowl game if that makes sense like I don't want to go to the Liberty Bowl and that is nothing against the Liberty Bowl itself it's just I don't I feel like the Liberty Bowl is so meh it, it, it's the same thing and it's like Memphis is fine. It's close. The location's great from that front, but the stadium's not great. Uh, Memphis, I guess on New Year's is fine, but it's just, I don't know. It doesn't get me going. It doesn't get me excited. Uh, but the Action Network did have an interesting one where it'd be Arkansas, Wisconsin in the Music City Bowl. So there'd be that one in Nashville. But overall, it looks like just most people have Arkansas going to either Nashville or going to uh, you know the Texas Bowl from what I've seen. Uh, the Gator Bowl would be a new one. Arkansas has not played in the Gator Bowl in quite some time. And again, the whole uh, Notre Dame angle would be pretty fun, too, if that ended up happening. So, uh, But we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But just good to now have Arkansas finally bowl eligible and be able to dream up some cool scenarios and maybe some of the teams that they would possibly end up playing if it all went down that way as well. Folks, our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Locked On College Network titled Thrilling Moments, where we highlight the most exciting play from the, lock, from the Razorbacks this past weekend or throughout history of the alma mater and this week's thrilling moment from the Razorbacks have to come with Rocket Sanders and this past weekend where he busted out that long run and was able to get Arkansas up 42 to six and cap it off of having an over 200 yard performance, just electric, just incredible performance out of him. And it's crazy because uh, obviously Arkansas and Ole Miss had three that's right, three 200-yard rushers in this game as Ole Miss had two 200-yard rushers, which is just an absurd thing when you really start putting it all together of like, how does that happen? But you, you got to give a lot of credit to 
the offensive line for Rocket Sanders and the fact that uh, he was able to, to find those creases and still go and still continue to have one of the best performances you will see in college football. He now has 1,379 yards this year. He has 10 touchdowns uh, on 209 attempts, which is he's averaging this season on the ground, folks. He's averaging 6.6 yards a carry. One of the best running backs in the country, Rocket Sanders, and had another great moment over the weekend against Ole Miss as well. This segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available online now at NissanUSA.com. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast in our final segment. So this is a video that went pretty viral after the game with uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of people had reactions to this, but I'm going to just play it for you and so you can have the reactions where uh, it looks like some sort of fan in the stands of Razorback Stadium steals an Ole Miss player's helmet. Run, he's coming, run, he's coming, run! Oh. Okay, so first off, let me just clarify. Let me just say that's dumb. Don't steal people's stuff. Don't steal helmets. Don't do that. Like that's that's a dumb move. No matter who you are, no matter who the fan is, no matter who the other team is, that's a dumb move. It's a punk move to steal people's stuff. And especially if it's the other team, especially if it's a helmet, like you know, you don't have the authority to do that. From what I understand, he got his helmet back. So that was good to see. So I don't know if they arrested the guy. I don't know if they he just like dropped it and kept running. Like, I don't know. But he did get his helmet back. So that was it. So that's dumb. But the second thing is, is I'm like, okay, so what's the end game here? Because if you steal the helmet, it's not like you can be incognito with carrying a helmet around. It's not like you can just stuff it in your pocket. And people are going to see it. They're going to be like, okay, yeah, 100%. You're not supposed to have that. Where did that come from? And that's going to be problematic in that front. So I think that was that was a dumb thing about it, too. But I'm not saying that it's fine. Again, I disagree with it and it's dumb, but it is a little it, I do get a chuckle out of it just because of how dumb it is. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? You got like you went and stolen on this player's helmet and they just ran up the uh, ran up the stands and tried to get away with it. Somebody was trying to tell me, though, that there may be some. It may be like actually an old Miss fan that did it. It's hard to tell from the video whether or not they're a Razorback fan or not, which I mean, I don't know if that makes it better or worse or any different, but still, it's just not really a not a really good look to to have that at the end of the game. But you know, this this league, man, the SEC just means more when people are doing stupid stuff like that. Kids do stupid stuff. And when especially when they have a little bit of liquid courage in them, they do even more stupid stuff. So this, but again, I understand you should not do it. You sh it should never happen. Don't steal things. That's a bad look. But at the end of the day, nobody was hurt. Nobody was harmed. He got his helmet back. So there's no reason to just, you know, say, uh, give him the electric chair. It's it's just something that dumb kids do. And if you watch that video, you can't at least kind of crack a smile and say that's really dumb, but also kind of really funny. But either way, it's good. It's good to have an Arkansas victory once to talk about it and a really nice victory, and especially to beat the Ole Miss Rebels. Feels really good. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have 
We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.